0: The Philippe Matthews Show at thepmshow.tv. Named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen, Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different. He simply asks questions that make a difference. Tune in right now to this latest edition of the Philippe Matthews Show and watch your life grow. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, on the Philippe Matthews Show. I have an extraordinary canary by way of uh, Chicago, my hometown. Uh, Her name is Toy Monique. She is the author of Deceived by Lust. We're going to talk about that. Uh, But she is also a full figure uh, model and she is unbelievably gorgeous. Uh, How are you, my dear?
1: I am fabulous. Thank you. My goodness.
0: <laughs> you Well, I am so happy that you are married uh, because the guys, <laughs> when I, when they found out I was uh, interviewing you here in town, uh, well, let's just say I had to hold them back. I had to let them know oh, that there's God. somebody holding that down in the shy town in the 312. So <laughs> congratulations on all of the wonderful success uh, that you are having uh, and uh, talk to me about uh, something that that that's new to to your family history, and that is becoming an author.
1: Yes, that is new and very exciting. You know, I have had a story in me for several years, and I decided, you know what, I'm tired of sitting on it. I probably sat on defeat by lust for. Five years before, wow. I decided, yeah, for five years before I decided. You know what? I'm just going to hammer this out and put it out there, and we'll just see what the people say or don't say. You know,
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: didn't even expect it to do so well. I expected it to maybe uh, pass through my friends and family because you know how that goes, and uh, and sure. that's about it. You know, maybe a once over, but it is doing extremely well, and I'm so excited. Uh, hurry up and, and, and deliver book two this summer, and then book three will follow right behind it because, you know, Deceived by Lust is part of a, a three part series the Lust, Lies, and Sin series. Okay, so, okay.
0: Well, the character, the main character in this book, uh, Madison Denise Houston, uh, is something else. Yeah, she is. (laughs) Yeah, that girl is something else. Now, you know, I got to ask because she's a full figure uh, uh, woman, size 12 in the book. I don't want to give too much away. She's obviously absolutely gorgeous, uh, very high end. Uh, Any resemblance to Tori Monique? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything in this story that we need to know about and look into? uh, Possibly? I don't know.
1: You know what? I I am very forthcoming with, with my inspiration for the story. It is very much so derived from past experiences of myself. However, you know, I, I it wouldn't do it justice to say that I am Madison or Madison is me because the truth is, is the character has evolved so much so that she's no longer me. Just the foundation of where she was birthed comes from me as the author now. But a lot of her story and what she goes through was inspired by some things that I have experienced. And I'm proud of that because I think that Madison has a wonderful story.
0: Well, I think it's a phenomenal story, and, uh, it, you know, you can't put it down. Uh, okay. I, I, when I, and I was, you know, the reason that you know, we're talking is I was uh, just kind of scrambling around on my Facebook, uh, found you, and then found your book, and say it was on Kindle, downloaded it, and said, oh, this is really good. and uh But then I said, you know, hey, wait a minute, this gal is a, a tremendous role model for uh, women of all sizes, not just uh, full figure full uh, or plus-size models. Uh, and so I want to talk to you a little bit about that. Where did the modeling come from? Obviously, you were born beautiful, uh, and <laughs> so just you know, good, good genes. Mom and dad did good, uh, and you grew up. But you said, "Hey, you know, rather than go one round, I want to go this round." Where did the full figure modeling come in, and and, and uh, how did you break through that barrier, especially in Chicago?
1: What's interesting is I have not always been as full-figured as I am. I actually as a result of my real story uh in a relationship gained about 100 pounds once that relationship ended. Well,
0: okay, and even
1: okay. So you know, and, and and sometimes that it That'll happen if you allow it to. And so I was, I guess, opened up to a whole new world. I was introduced to Spanx. I always tell the joke that, you know, Spanx became my best friend. Do you know what Spanx are?
0: I do know what Spanx are. I remember opening up to do an entire show on Spanx. Now, I'm not supposed to know about that, so I don't know what the hell that's about. Like, yeah, I watch Oprah and I know about space. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. You know, don't talk about me too bad. I still smoke cigars and drink scotch. Okay, go ahead.
1: It's okay. You know, because of your role, it's okay for you to know about it. You have
0: to Thank know. you. That's, now, there you go. Oh, you're good. You're good. That's right. I'm a talk show host. I'm supposed to know these things.
1: You're supposed to it's part of your research that's so right. anyway i <laughs> I decided that you know even though as a, as a young girl I've always felt confident and very secure in myself as a full figured woman, it was important that I showcase that I'm still very happy with who I am and what I look like. I' mm-hmm. never had a moment w- where my self esteem was low and it's mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because it's a very mental thing you know the power of positive thinking right yeah, so absolutely. i um i I was opened up to this world of full-figured modeling and this full-figured industry, and I said, well, you know what? I may be able to do this, and I spent about two years, fully two years just doing research Two years just looking into the industry, seeing if it was really a marketplace, seeing if – because I do have a, a business mind. I worked in corporate for about seven years. And so I'm I'm kind of trying to focus on – at the time I was trying to focus on whether or not this was worth my time and worth the investment.
0: Mm-hmm, and so after mm-hmm. two
1: years I decided, okay, let me go ahead and just step into this industry and see what I can do. And I got involved in some – well, first I, I started doing a few photo shoots to see if I could actually – portray the beauty on you know through the camera it's one thing to be naturally beautiful and another thing to be beautiful where the camera can pick it up
0: Mm-hmm. Sure, absolutely. So
1: I think that I think that I did a pretty good job. It's so hard, though, because I try not to be too boastful, but the simple fact of the matter is it's an art, it's a craft, it's something I studied, I learned, and it's something that I opened myself up to not just in Chicago. I said, well, this is something I have to research even beyond Chicago. And so my my big, I guess, break, if you will, came in about 2011, and I modeled as on the runway at Full Figure Fashion Week and that same year I entered the plus, Miss Plus America pageant and I reigned as the two thousand eleven Miss Illinois Plus America.
0: Hello so, now, come on. The
1: Doors up. just opened and yes. I was prepared to walk right through them, you know?
0: That is fantastic. Um mm-hmm. what 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 um, what would you give to uh young plus size models uh, out there that, uh, plus size girls, I should say that that are interested in getting into the industry have no idea how. Uh, obviously, they're watching you. Uh, what what advice would you give them starting out? Well, the
1: first thing that I do, I get that question a lot, uh, like on Facebook. I'll get inboxed or emails from my website and. I actually now offer a 3130 model workshop, and essentially it's it's almost a complimentary workshop because the only cost is like venue space rental, and sometimes that space is donated, and so I just invite anyone who's interested to come out, and I give them the information. You know, we truly do perish for lack of knowledge, and if we would take the time to learn and apply what it is that we have learned, we can achieve just about anything. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's not about, okay, well, yeah, you do have to do things like take care of your skin and fix your posture and speak eloquently and survive in social and business settings but those are things that can be taught you know, one of the things you have to do for yourself is learn the business, learn the craft like anything else. I always say if a do- if you decide one day you want to be a doctor, well, you don't just email your doctor and say, hey, how do I become a doctor? You go and you do the research, you find out what courses you need to take, you find out what knowledge you need to have and what mm-hmm. area you need to specialize in, and you just do it.
0: So mm-hmm. the best
1: advice I could give someone is to make the decision to do what it is that you want to do.
0: Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. Now, what does 3130 30 30 mean? Derived.
1: 3130 is derived from the scripture. Uh, I I do have Christian values. And so 3130 is taken from Proverbs 31, which means that charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. And oh, that's And what awesome. I teach is, isn't that great? So what I teach is that you, as a woman, have to stand for something. You can be beautiful, but that can mean nothing in certain situations. Sure. You can be charming, but that won't get you through certain doors. So you really have to stand for something, have some values, have some morals, know what it is you want to achieve in life, and go for it.
0: I love that. I love that. Okay. That is that is awesome. So so how often do you do?
1: For a, once a month and a quarter. So I take like a quarter off, and then I'll do them. So that's maybe twice a year for three months each. So six months total. However, I do now sponsor them when um, organizations ask me to come out. For instance, I'll be sponsoring one on April 20th in uh, munster indiana and we're actually taking a different approach because you can imagine philippe i've gotten pretty busy lately
0: (laughs) yeah i would think so
1: (laughs) so now what i'm doing is i'm actually training instructors uh people that are both mainstream models male models and full-figured models that have you know established themselves and made a name for themselves and that are you know they're aware of branding and business and technique and, you know, are willing to teach the 3130 principles. So I'm going to be teaching the teachers, and then they will go out and they'll present these workshops, almost like a franchise opportunity, but all we're sharing is information.
0: Fantastic. I'm loving that. I want to go back to uh, what I also think uh, is is uh, uh, admirable as a role model, and that is writing a book, uh, particularly a fiction book. Most of the people that I interview are best-selling authors in the nonfiction fiction Genre and talking to uh, authors who write fiction, uh, I I think is absolutely fantastic because uh, you have to be so creative uh, to be able to tell uh, a story on those many pages and keep people riveted uh, to find out what is going to happen next. Uh, What is your process, or what was your process? Uh, in, in writing Deceived My life, You said it you was know, kind of in you for five years But what was the process that you used Daily I mean I guess to sit down in front of the Laptop or, or whatever or, or pen and paper What was your process in, in, in producing this work
1: Well you know It's interesting you ask me that Because I considered a work of non-fiction First And the goal was to You know kind of deal with Relationships and teach on Self-esteem, and teach on the difference between love and lust, and all have that that one thing in common. We want to be loved. We want to feel valuable. We want to feel worth something.
0: Mm-hmm. And I wanted
1: to do it that, you know, in a nonfiction way. But because I am a creative, that just didn't go over so well with me. Mm-hmm. And so many of my friends and family know since a kid, since I was a young kid, I've always had a story to tell or some drama to put on for the family at events. And so for me, I thought, well, what better way to teach this lesson, the difference between love and lust, than to, you know, than to just do it through uh, a journey that characters take in relationships. Mm -hmm. And then I actually lived, because I had lived that thing out, yeah, I could have just said, okay, here you go, A relationship, you need someone initially, maybe you're lusting for them because you decide, oh, yeah, he'll get it, oh, yeah, she'll get it. But... Why it would be much better to really make that thing resonate with us as individuals and us be able to identify with characters. And so that's what Madison does, and that's what Gavin does. So for me, it was easy to sit down first with pen and paper and just recount the things that I experienced and how they made me feel and the reaction or whatever and the fact that I had to turn to my creator for help. And so that kind of evolved into a whole story, that is not the one you read. I actually wrote about, um, I think, eighty thousand words almost in a story that I did not do anything with because once I wrote it, I think it was more of a healing process for me.
0: Mm-hmm. And then I was like, wow.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. then, I was like, well, wow, this would be a really good story, but obviously, I want to, you know, protect some people.
0: <laughs> 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 so, <laughs>
1: so I decided to write a different story that still got the same message across. The okay. same message that we all want to be loved, you know, the same message that God is loved, and the same, but doing it in a, an entertaining way, because we all, when we sit down with a fiction book, we want to be entertained. We want to escape the world that we're in and the,
0: mm-hmm. the problems mm-hmm. that we
1: have to this world that you know, of make believe, you know. So for a few hours or a few days or a few weeks, we get to escape and go to that place. So for me, it, it did take five years to kind of jot it down and get it all together, but once I made the decision, it took less than a year, less than a year to write the final story that you read, and publish it through Zenai Publications, which is my own company that I started, and you know, and get it out there to the people.
0: That so is incredible. Take
1: long once you make the decision. It does not take long.
0: And what did you do? A, like an Amazon uh, CreateSpace, or just a direct to Kindle, or what, it, what was your? process I that did
1: not, i did not do create space i attempted to nothing against create space but i was having trouble with the formatting which was interesting i'm very determined so i, I i'm a unique individual because i do have a creative mind but i also have a very um technological mind too So uh, everything, and this is the interesting part, everything that's done with my book and the final product, the paperback and everything, was all done myself. I've yet to have a publishing company or or a publishing house reach out to me about the book, but I'm very proud that I was able to do this myself. So I did go to KDP Publishing for the Amazon Kindle version that you see, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and that was automatically picked up by Barnes & Noble, so it is available on barnesandnoble.com. Sure. And then the paperback is actually sold direct from my website, dot So I'm hopeful that once all three are done and they're compiled into one um, one book, at that point maybe we'll get them on some store shelves and, and things of that nature. But here in this age that we're in, I don't know about you, but I read most of my books from my library on my Kindle. So it just I am a
0: Kindle me. publisher, and and I approve this message. Yes, I <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Isn't
1: it great? Oh, I say so love
0: I'm addicted. I'm so addicted.
1: It's so great, and because of that, I feel like everyone should take the time to leave a legacy in writing everyone
0: i so agree with i could not agree with you more one of one of my uh movements, if you will, is to uh teach uh young uh young kids uh how to write and how to publish. Uh, on yeah. Kindle, I, th- I just think it's you know Amazon is a is a very smart uh, corporation by leveling the playing field, realizing that everybody has a story, uh, yeah. and there are some incredible stories that mm-hmm. uh, may have never been told because of all the uh, politics and 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 what have you with publishing houses. Uh, but they mm-hmm. completely level the playing field. We never would have known of a toy, Monique. Uh, as an author, uh, if it were not for, uh, uh, you know, Amazon Kindle. I think it's absolutely incredible.
1: Absolutely. And, And I was even surprised because, you know, it's tax season, so it came that time to review the year, and the book sold in the U.K., because of Amazon Kindle. Isn't that great? That's
0: right. That's right. Isn't that crazy? My
1: book has sold in the UK. I've never even been to the UK, not yet, anyway. And my book has been there. I think that's so amazing. I
0: think that, that's all amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Now, you know the other thing that I love about your book, obviously, uh, you could tell that the person who wrote it uh, is definitely into fashion because you explain exactly what every person is wearing, where <laughs> it's from, the store. Damn near the person that rung them up at the cash register. I mean, you go into detail. <laughs> so, okay, so if okay. you want to know how not to get deceived by us and you want to have a fashion conscience, you need to get involved.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, I teach you how to shop.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I'm looking up on Amazon saying, hey, well, look at that. That's a nice pair of shoes right there. I'm going to have to get that for a girl. You know. I
1: know. Well, quick plug to Ferragamo. I love the coat that Gavin wears in his scene. You remember that?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello, Cashmere.
0: <laughs> all right, now I'm not mad at it at all. It's was, it was a great, great story. So now here's the thing. So you, okay, you're an author. You're a full figured um, model. Have successfully done that. Now what's this thing about filmmaking?
1: Oh my goodness, I believe I'm so excited. I, just received, I know, this is so crazy. What am I not excited about, right? Right, right, right. my acceptance to get my master's degree from Columbia College, Chicago, in creative producing. I am so excited about what I call act two in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm 31 years old, so Act 1 was like the first 30 years kind of figuring things out, coming up in life. But this is Act 2, ages 30 to 60, watch out, because I have a clear focus, and I know what I want to accomplish. So mm-hmm. filmmaking came about because I love movies always have had always have loved movies and I thought well maybe I belonged in front of the camera so I pursued acting I took acting classes and all of those things but I kind of only did it because I figured well if I become an actor I can come through the back door and become a producer later mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the only thing that that did was prove to me that I was going in the right direction and so I decided well I'm going to test and see if I can produce a movie, a short film, and we'll see if people like it. And so this past year, 2012, myself and a group of friends got together, new friends that I met. We just had an interest in filmmaking. We got together, and we did the entire short film, a 30-minute short, from start to finish in 60 days. Wow. Wow. 60 days with a $500 budget. It was amazing. It's called Roses Out of Concrete. And it was just a short film that really draws in the importance of supporting businesses in your neighborhood and in your community. Mm -hmm. So everyone loved it. It was screened at the Chicago Urban League and it was screened at ICE Theaters in Chatham. And this was all screened because someone watched it and enjoyed it and said, you know what, people need to see this. It didn't cost me a dime, Philippe. And so when I got such rave reviews about this short film, and we sold out a 250-seat theater to show this film. I said, well, clearly I've got something in my head that needs Mm -hmm. to get out, but I have to learn some technique. I have to know the business of this. I'm not just going to dive in face first and just see how I turn out, because that's not how I do business.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I
1: decided to pursue this thing full-time. And Just in a matter of two years, I'll be graduating with my MFA in creative producing, and I'll get to spend my final six months in school at Raleigh Studios in Los Angeles. So I'm really excited to see where filmmaking takes me, and this is officially act two. So you'll see me in modeling. I'll continue to write books, but what you really need to pay attention to is what types of films or ad campaigns or whatever I get involved in, what I'll produce in the matter of the next uh, two to five years.
0: I'm really excited. Oh, I am so excited about that.
1: And it's perfect timing because Chicago is now officially becoming a, a, the revived marketplace for filmmaking. So.
0: Yeah, it, it was a, a while ago, and then it kind of waned a little bit. Now it's making a, a, a new resurgence, and I'm so happy that you're a part of that. That's awesome.
1: Yes, yes, I am too. Thank you for asking. Yeah, so keep an eye on what's to come in the filmmaking area
0: arena. So, Will do. Okay. Now, you it's say cool. you're going to have to come to Los Angeles. Now, you are um, a newly married woman. I am. Uh, mm-hmm. Congratulations. So uh, he has to just up and, and come to Los Angeles, or so how are you guys managing that? I'm <laughs> all well, no, oh, no, in your business what, because that's no, what Oprah no. of Internet <laughs> people do. That's what talk show people do. They just want to know all your stuff.
1: And that's perfectly fine I am an open book I'm so transparent You know I'm so transparent It's it's fine Actually we We've decided That while I'm Studying there Because it's only Eight weeks That I'm studying And working At Rally Studios So while we do that He'll probably Commute back and forth For those weeks And that'll give us Both an opportunity To experience LA And make the decision About whether or not To move But I will say this We can't discount the fact that Chicago is, Chicago is an up and coming market for film. So I may even just go there, learn what I need to learn, and bring it back here. Because I love my city. You know, I really, really do. And so if I can go and grab as much knowledge and as many resources as I can and bring it back to Chicago, I'm perfectly fine with that. You know I don't want to get lost in the sea of talent in l a
0: <laughs> absolutely that's the thing. It's like you're a <laughs> little fish in this huge pond whereas in Chicago you can really make a name for yourself and really stand out uh and and uh help bring that industry uh uh up even more uh i was a I was there for forty years before I left and um uh, the thing that got me was the wine here in, in California. I just go wine tasting, play golf, smoke cigars, oh, drink great scotch. Wow. Oh my God! And, you hang and out in
1: Napa Valley somewhere, huh?
0: <laughs> well, well, yeah, and and you know the thing is is that uh, uh, I, I mess with my friends back in Chicago because every time they're talking about it's twenty below zero there, it's probably about sixty or seventy degrees here. <laughs> so uh, that's the only thing that is is causing me to hesitate not to come back to Chicago just to visit.
1: Uh, <laughs> I not, and the way if I went if I back into that level of
0: cold again, I'd probably just drop dead right on the spot. I think I, my body just wouldn't be able to handle it. Uh, you know, so you need to let people know in these books about the cold Chicago Hawk. Uh, they oh, call yay. it the Windy City for a reason.
1: Oh yes, I do. I do. I I describe that wind cutting your cheeks. That's what you remember, don't you? Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Your
1: cheeks. That's how sharp it is.
0: (laughs) But you know, the other thing, Joy, is that there is probably no other city uh, in the world that is more beautiful than Chicago this time of year in spring and summer. Oh, my God. That lake looks like an ocean, you know, Lake Michigan. And it looks like an ocean because you can't see the other side of it. It's just pristine blue. You've got the most beautiful beaches. So... Uh, doggone it! You're making me uh, a planet from <laughs> Chicago. What the heck's going on here? Well, you're
1: describing some new language for the book. I've got to record this. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're describing Lake Michigan. This workshop.
0: Oh, well, I lived on Lake Michigan for a number of years, and I—it's just a magical, magical place. You talk about wanting to be in a creative zone, uh, live on Michigan yeah. Avenue. Uh, for, for, you know, a few years, and it will change your life for for sure. But here, here's the question that I have for you as we get ready to close, and that is we talked about you being a role model to so many, uh, 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 basically women, young and old, uh, but uh, who inspired you?
1: Oh, my goodness, Felicia Rashad. Really? Oh, that, yes. That woman, bring, when I see her, I am literally moved to tears. I love her. I love her spirit and her sister, Debbie Allen. I love both of them. Mm-hmm. If I, when I am in my 50s, 60s, or 70s, if I could look back on my career and be as proud as I know they are of theirs, that would be something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. I love Felicia Rashad, and not. Not Mrs. Huxtable. Do you see what I mean? I'm not talking about her from her her character from the comic mm-hmm, Show. Mm-hmm. That woman, as a businesswoman, as as an artist, as an actress, as a maternal figure, just her spirit inspires me.
0: Yeah. And yeah. you
1: know, that's the kind of work. I know we've had we have different types of talent in this new day and age, but she really inspires me. And uh, when I think about what I want to do and and how I want to impact the world, I think that even though she's not always in front of the camera, she definitely has an impact on a lot of households in this world.
0: Absolutely. Everyone knows Felicia Rashad, and uh, Mm -hmm. her her spirit is unbelievably uh, uh, beautiful. Uh, She she is just a soft, quiet, but very powerful soul. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes,
1: yes. I love her.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Toy, here's what I want to do. I would love for you to come back on the show and talk about any doggone thing you yeah. want to talk about. <laughs> but if you, you know, it's like, hey, Philippe, you know, I just bought this cashmere uh, toilet seat. Oh, this is great. So, <laughs> talk to me about that. Now, how does this fit? Where did you get it? What store did you no, get it from? Anything that you want to talk about, uh, well, I, will say I this, want you to Kohler, come back. And- <laughs> Kohler, <laughs>
1: listen, Kohler has the best toilets. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> See, I know you were joking, but oh, I actually oh do God.
0: know. <laughs> no, she did not. No, she did not. Oh, she knows about, okay, that's my girl. That's my Chi-Tel people. And I'm telling you, my shot tel folks, you know, represent. Come on. This is great. Oh. Now, how can people get in contact with you? What is your web address? And, and I know your, your, your Facebook, all of that, so people can go and and experience experience 48 moments?
1: Please, it is very simple. Just visit com. That dot com.
0: Excellent. All right, my dear. Love you much. Give a shout-out to all my peeps in this in house. The There's so many dollars those this I can't even remember. 708-312-673. It's just well, too I'm many. a so 312 girl. Don't say no, so you. I was a 312 You go ahead on and just give my love to everybody you see in there, and uh, can't wait to have you back on the show, my dear.
1: Thank you, Philippe. It's been a pleasure.
0: All right, so we talk to you soon. Okay, bye bye. All right, bye bye.